glory to God in the highest for we are the reason grace generation the reason Christ generation is all about Christ Jesus it's all about his finished works and guess what according to first Peter 2 9 it says for we are God's chosen generation his royal priesthood his holy nation God's peculiar people that we may declare the praises of him that has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light glory 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 to god in the highest oh wow and what is the vision of raising grace generation the vision is to raise up a generation of people whose eyes we see jesus whose ears we hear jesus and whose mouth we declare all oh, say jesus oh how he loves oh your eyes will see jesus your ears will hear him and your mouth will declare jesus oh how he loves you he loves you just because he loves you just because he loves you there is nothing you can do to make him love you more and there's nothing you'd ever do to make him love you less he loves you just because he loves you and his love for you is constant all right his love for you is unfailing you can always bank in the love of god for you you can bank on his love for you he loves you intimately you have to understand that his love for you is first personal i don't want you to generalize it okay don't generalize it his love for you is personal and before we continue i would like to welcome everyone yes i see you god bless you i see your comments hallelujah yes edith is here <laughs> it is i see you glory to god thanks everyone for tuning in and we are live okay you can drop your comments in here i would see them all right i see you all there thank you so much glory glory to god in the highest oh his presence jesus is present and be 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 expectant you know why because he's gonna touch you the spirit of god is present what are your desires all right, the miraculous will happen. All right, because Jesus is present. So I want you to have an expectation. All right, have an expectation because I have an expectation. Jesus has to touch you. Yes, and he will touch you. This is his heart for you today, now. So what are you trusting God for? This is not a usual meeting. Oh, we have to fulfill our righteousness. Oh, we, no, 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 no. Jesus said, comfort, come life every Saturday because I have some goodies for my children. All right? So be expectant. If you're sick, if you need financial breakthrough, if you want to grow in Jesus, whatsoever it may be, lay it at his feet and draw 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 hallelujah because the anointing of god's spirit is what he is present glory to god in the highest yes i see you prophetess edith i see your comment yes and dr Vitor. thank you so much glory to god in the highest and now let's proceed all right <laughs> oh thank you holy spirit you know there's this song right sometimes 
we, we, we tend to take some things for granted, you know, some words. We try to say, oh, right, it's something we've always known. All right. Uh, maybe, for example, a song like, what has washed away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. You know, we are so familiar with that song. And we sometimes we don't take the time to meditate and ponder on the lyrics, like the lyrics of those words. We don't ponder, we just sing it and it has no impact. You have to understand that Jesus, by his blood, has washed and blotted your sins away. He made it so through his blood. And now this is what he told me to speak to you today. Okay, have an open heart and thank you, Holy Spirit, for your manifestation in today's session. Thank you for glorifying Jesus in today's session. Thank you for touching the hearts of everyone that, are, that is tuned in to this session. Thank you for the miraculous. Thank you for healings. Thank you for signs and wonders. Thank you for seeing and knowing. Yes, thank you for the gift of prophecy. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I'll just flow with him, all right? That today's topic is going to be titled, In Him, In Jesus, In Jesus, In Jesus. Now, we all know English, right? In is when something is engrafted in something. So if I should put something, if I should put like a pen in, in this bottle, is the pen is in the bottle. The pen is in the bottle. You see this water? The water is in the container. This is, I'm just illustrating what it means when we say in. Okay, something that is embedded, is engulfed, is drafted in something. All right? Now, the question is, we're going to, this is going to be a very basic teaching, but it's the most fundamental and the most missed uh, information or knowledge that has hindered the faith and the growth of many believers. Yes, pay attention. Now, do you really believe what God says about you? Do you believe what he says you can do? Do you believe you have what he says you have? Do you believe you are what he says you are? That is my question to you. Think. Judge righteously. Do you, do you believe you are what he says you are? Do you believe you? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Do you believe you have what he says you have? Do you believe you can do what your father says, hey, you, you can do? Do you? That is the question for you to ponder on. And we're going to ponder on the first one. Do you believe what God says you are? I believe I am what God says I am. But do you believe? I don't care what I see. I don't care what I'm experiencing. I don't care what is going on around me. I don't care what my reality is right now. But I'll choose to believe that I am what I am by the grace of God. I'll choose to believe that what God says I am is who I am right now. Right now. Now, the next question would be, 
what does God say I am? Like, who, who am I? Who am I? I don't even know who am I. Let me help you. Now, go with me to the book of 2 Corinthians 5.17. Alright, I'm going to help you with the scriptures here. Alright, bear with me. Alright, 2 Corinthians, that was a mistake. It's meant to be 2 Corinthians, or we have Ephesians there. Alright, move with me. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, I don't have my pen with me, but I love to, <laughs> I just like to, to mark things. My Bible is already marked, but I love to hold things because whenever I'm teaching, I'm, 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 I write. Yes, I know that might be weird to you, but it's what I do. <laughs> but my pen is not with me. <laughs> now, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Jesus, in Jesus, he is who? He is what? He is a new creature. New creation. Hey, guess what? Old things, old, old, old. Define old for me. Anyone there, define old. Old, anything old, 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 old. The food cooked yesterday is old. What we cooked today is new. That is the best illustration I can give. All right? All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. <laughs> now, the Greek meaning of the new here is something that was created that never existed. Listen, 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 listen. The Greek word, the Greek meaning of the new. Because it's very important when you, you know, this Bible was written in Greek. So it's very important in context to understand the meaning of some words that were used here. It's going to bless you. It is. Now listen, the meaning of the word new means something that was created, that never existed. It never existed. This is your identity. You are a new. And now you might be wondering, uh, me, but I still have my old scars. I still have this pimple on my face. My hair is not that long. I have a big ear. I'm just joking. No, he's referring to your spirit man. Don't forget, you are a tripartite. You, you are a spirit being. Having a soul, your emotion realm, living in this tent, in this body. Are you hearing me? This is the tent housing your spirit man. Your spirit man is spiritually minded. But this flesh, it, it is carnally minded, worldly minded. You see, there's a distinction. That is why the, spirit, the, the, the flesh is always warring. Again, the, the spirit and vice versa. They are two distinct entities. I repeat, they are two distinct entities. Are you hearing me? Now, you are in Christ Jesus. Because you are in Christ, you are made new. In Jesus, you are made new. You are not made new outside of Jesus. You have been accepted in the beloved. So the reason why you are accepted is because you are in Jesus. Because Jesus is God's beloved. And now, he sees us. We are his beloved because why? He placed us personally in Jesus. You know, he, he drafted us in. He drafted us in Jesus. 
And so uh, when he sees Jesus, his beloved, he sees us. So we are equally his beloved. Because why? Because we are in Jesus. Are you hearing me? I repeat, you and I, we have been accepted in the beloved. We have been accepted. Why? Because we are in Christ Jesus. How? You might be thinking, what do you mean comfort? Stay with me. Now, uh, go with me to the book of, um, let's see, where do I start? I have lots of scriptures. Go with me to the book of Hebrews 9, 12, all right? Hebrews 9, it says, not with the, bull, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption by his blood he obtained internal redemption for you so you have internal redemption through his blood and you have that redemption that security why because you are now in jesus when you gave your life to christ and you confess with your mouth and you accepted jesus the new better happened for you you experience that new birth. Something that has never existed was born. And now you exist in Jesus. Your life is in Jesus. You have inheritance in Jesus. You are enjoying the mercies of God in Jesus. In Jesus. For God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The word of God. Now, listen, take a step back. Uh, so how does God see me then? This is how men see. That was why Paul was saying, Know ye no man after the flesh, but after the spirits. Because you and I, we are spirit beings. See, how does God see you? He sees you in Christ. And who is Christ? Christ is perfect, holy, righteous. He's our righteousness. And why are we righteous? We are righteous. Yes, by his blood, by the cross, he cleansed our sins. And he drafted us in Christ Jesus. And now Jesus has become our righteousness. So Jesus is your righteousness. Why? Because you are now in him. I'm putting on clothes, right? This is my outfit. Like I'm wearing, I'm wearing something. If okay, that's not a good example. Ah, so when we say in, I'm trying to Holy Spirit help me. In righteousness is when just picture you being clothed. You are being clothed with a robe. Jesus is your robe of righteousness. You are righteous because you are in him. And why are you in him? Because your sins are forgiven. You have been made. The father made it so. He didn't sweep your iniquities under the rug. He dealt with it righteously. So that righteously you can be declared the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because he's a God of justice. The wages of sin is death. That's why Christ died our death. He was punished. He was bruised. He died our death. He was punished for iniquities. 
the price had to be paid for you and I. And so this is the this this should be your reality because this is how he sees you. How does he see you? Perfect in Jesus. Because you are in him. And as he is, so are you. When he says Jesus, he sees you. For God is a spirit. And you're, you, see, you see why you need to come to God's word? This is your mirror. If you don't come, how can you see yourself? How can you see yourself if you don't come to the mirror? Just imagine me going out of the house without looking at myself. I'm just wanting to wear my clothes and everything. Boom! And I, I leave the house. I don't even know that. Maybe I forgot to maybe pack my hair. Nothing. I don't know. I won't really be confident because I'm like, wow, do I have my, my lipstick right? Do I have my earring right? Like, am I looking okay? Am I looking okay? And even the mirror we see is simply a reflection. Because no one has really truly see, seen themselves. themselves. You have to take out your head like to see yourself. But no one has truly seen themselves. It's only reflection. <laughs> Glory to God in the highest. Are you hearing me? So your father sees you perfect. He sees you holy. He sees you righteous. He says you stand before God right now as though you've never sinned. This is God's reality and this will be your reality. So choose to believe who you say you, he says you are. And he says you are righteous. Your sins are forgiven. I remember them no more. You are holy before me. Sanctified, justified, accepted, deeply and intimately loved. You are forgiven. This is God's reality. Now take these words, put them in your mouth. Confess these words. Confess. This is how you come in agreement. Meditate in these truths. Meditate. Confess them until it starts becoming a reality in your life. First, the transformation will start happening in your heart. And when you believe right, you will see right manifestations. You will change your character. You will produce the fruits of the Spirit. Patience. Lungs. It will produce them with ease. But first, you have to come in agreement. And faith, listen, when we say faith, faith is, shouldn't be mechanical. Faith worketh by love. See, if you want, you can never know how much God loves you until you know how much God loves Jesus. But guess what? He let go of his son because of you, just to have you. Wow. For God so loved the word that he gave. His only son. If you don't know how much God loves his darling baby, Jesus, you will never know how much he loves you. Because his son whom he loved greatly, he gave him up just to have you to himself. Ponder and meditate on that truth. He didn't withhold his only son, but he gave him up to die for you so that he can have you to himself. In love. What love can be greater than this? Now, I repeat. If you truly want to honor God, you have to honor the sacrifice. You have to honor what Jesus came to do for you. Because he was personally present in Jesus, reconciling you to himself. You are forgiven. I don't care what you're struggling with right now. Listen, hey, your sins are forgiven. You stand perfect. 
Why? In Jesus. Because, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Someone made it possible. Not of yourself. Listen, go to Hebrews, Ephesians 1 7. Oh my days. <laughs> go to Ephesians 1 7. It says, In him we have redemption. Listen, in him. In him. Who is in him? In Jesus. You and I have redemption through his blood. This is your eternal security. Jesus, your blessed assurance. Jesus is yours. You are standing today. Why? Because Jesus is standing. You are standing today. Our security is Jesus. Your security today, today is Jesus. Not because you fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Not because you, you, not because of some sort of religious activities. But because of Jesus. That is it. I am what I am today by the grace of God. You are what you are today by only the grace of God. Nothing else. So I have nothing to boast about. And you should have nothing, absolutely nothing to boast about. You have nothing to boast about. Mm, nothing, 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 nothing can equate the finished works of Jesus. You have nothing to boast about. Nothing, absolutely nothing. But the cross. I repeat, you have been crowned with mercies. Why? Because of Jesus. Because you are in Jesus. You are experiencing the blessings of God. Why? Because you are in Jesus. You are experiencing the perfect healing, perfect health. Someone paid the price. Jesus paid the price. So everything is hinged. You see why it's very important when Paul was saying that your heart, that Christ will dwell richly in your heart by faith. Why do you think we have to fight the good fight of faith? It's because there will be hindrances. If there are no hindrances, then the Bible won't tell us to fight this good fight of faith. Because our reality, this flesh, it comes, see, you should not aspire for, for perfection, but progress. Your spirit man is perfect. You don't live that one. We are good. But this flesh, we keep worrying. So you subject this flesh how? Pray. That was why Jesus came back to the disciples and said, Ah, this spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Pray. Pray. That is one way you subject the flesh. And listen, like I said the last time, the will of God, wisdom, is that you pray according to the context of what we talked about. You pray in the spirit always and stay led. Don't give yourself, don't be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Let the light of God so shine bright that men will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Now, I'm asking you this question again. Do you believe who God says you are? 
Maybe yesterday you fought. Maybe yesterday you had issues with some people. Or maybe today you don't feel like as if you are a Christian. Hey, your feelings does not work in the realm of the spirit. We don't, we don't operate by feelings. It's by faith. So whether you feel it or not, it doesn't negate the fact that you are righteous. Because it has nothing to do with you. But everything to do with Jesus. It has nothing to do with your feelings. But everything to do with Jesus. So it's a life of faith. The Christian life is a life of faith, not a life of feelings. The Christian life is a life of faith, not a life of feelings. So rise up, come up higher. Hey, he said to you, He said, Come up higher, come up higher, leave the realm of feelings, spirit and feelings. I'm not trying to say that sometimes you sense the tangible presence of God. Yes, I, I, I do experience that. You sense his presence. Yes, but God doesn't want you to dwell in feelings. He wants you to dwell in that life of faith. So come up higher. Come up higher and see. See that your sins are forgiven. This is how God sees you. So whether you are seen or not, it doesn't change the fact about what God sees. Your feelings does not change the fact about what God sees. It does not change what has been done, but it will hinder you. It will hinder your growth here. But it will change the fact that you go to heaven. But you will not be earthly of, of you, you won't be of earthly use, of great use. You will fulfill to the maximum God's plan for your life. If you don't renew your mind to agree with what your father is seeing concerning you. Because this flesh will always raise up its head. And listen, the next question will be, oh, so you want us to believe this and go about doing what we want, doing how we want, doing... No, when you believe this truth, <laughs> when you believe this truth, when this light hits your heart, ah, yeah, they change your character. Your, your in your conversations, in character, and your attitude, you change it will start flowing out. The manifestation of God's spirit will start flowing out. The fruit, that beautiful garden, will become visible. But it's not by your willpower. It's not by your willpower. It's not by your power, not by your mind, but by the spirit of God. True change starts from within, out, not from the outside in. Are you hearing me? You are you have internal redemption. You are saved. Your father loves you, but now you have a work to do. That work is you simply see what Jesus has done. Agree. If God has says this, I don't care what you say. I don't care what I see. I choose to believe. And I'll stay there, meditating, mutter until it becomes a reality. I repeat. The good fight of faith is by the word of God, not by your willpower. Because give it some time, in a few years, one year, two years, it, will, it, will, it, it can't sustain you. It's the word of God that will sustain you, not the spectacular. It's the supernatural. Hallelujah. I hope you were blessed. I hope you were blessed. I couldn't finish all my scriptures. Look at this. It, let's read the scriptures. Isaiah 43, 25. Hebrews 9 12, Hebrews 10 16 to 18, uh, 2 Corinthians 5 21. Go, see, they're all there. It's all, there. it's right there. Go and meditate. 
Now, repeat after me. I choose to believe. In fact, I am what God says I am. I am righteous. I am forgiven. My iniquities, my sins, he remembers no more. This is God's reality. This should be your reality. And your sins, he has blotted out. It's right there. God, the scriptures is right there. He said, he, for his own sake, not for you, for his own sake, he blotted it. He blotted your sins. Now your iniquities, he remembers them no more. So I don't want to keep remembering them. Why, are you, why do you keep remembering your sins? When your father says, I don't remember them. <coughs> Hello? Hello? Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God in the highest. Now say after me. I believe I am what God says I am. I am what he says I am. And I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have been drafted in Jesus. My sins are forgiven once and for all. He gave his life for me. I have now been accepted in the family, in the beloved. I am standing today because Jesus is standing. Jesus is my blessed assurance. His blood, <laughs> his sacrifice, it's my assurance. It has nothing to do with you. In this new covenant, Jesus is the mediator of this new covenant. <laughs> we are simply partakers. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing. We simply receive. And if you truly want to honor God, it's not by you saying, oh, Lord, oh, I honor you today. I honor you today. Ooh. No, if you truly honor God, if you want to honor him, it's by accepting what Jesus, his son, came to do for you. Humble yourself and come under the mighty hand of God that in due time he will exalt you. How do you humble yourself? Accept what Jesus has done. Accepting what Jesus has done, glorifying the Father for the cross. Hey, because of the cross, I am who I am today. Because of the cross, I have eternal security. Because of the cross, I have eternal redemption. Oh, because of Jesus. If not for Jesus, ha. Hmm. I end there. Thank you, everyone, for joining me live today. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pray with us quickly. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'll pray with us quickly. Father, I thank you for your people that have tuned in today. For everyone hearing the sound of my voice, I ask, Father, that your light of your word, the light of Jesus will shine in them and through them. Because light brings about establishment. Light brings about growth. Light is essential. And the light of Jesus is shining in their heart and is placing their heart, is bringing establishment and settlement in their lives. Thank you, Father. You are faithful and it is done because Jesus paid the price. Thank you, Jesus, for it is done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Now, join me same time next week as we continue teaching in this same series, In Jesus. I love you, boy. He loves you more. Cheers. Bye.
God bless you, Mr. Chris. God bless you, Mr. Joe. God bless you, Mrs. Mercy. God bless you all. Thank you all for tuning in. I love you, but he loves you more. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Bye.